Welcome back to the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. Hello again, everybody. I'm Greg Thompson. And in this edition of the podcast, Jason Williams, the co-founder and CEO of Expediter Services, will be our guest. Today, we will be sharing part one of a two-part conversation with Jason as we continue to count down to the Expedite Expo with a special series of interviews. Of course, as we've shared with you in previous episodes of this series, the 2023 edition of the Expedite Expo will take place in Fort Wayne, Indiana on July 21st and July 22nd. Once again this year, ES will be serving as the presenting sponsor of the Expedite Expo. And ES will also be hosting the company's annual Insight Dinner at the Expo on Friday, July 21st. Following our interview with Jason, you can hear details on how you can register for the Expedite Expo and the Insight Dinner at the Expo. Right now, we're ready to take you to part one of our interview with Jason Williams, the co-founder and CEO of Expediter Services. For our interview, we talked with Jason by phone. Jason Williams joins us now on the Success in Trucking podcast. Jason, it's great to have you back on the podcast. First of all, how are you doing? Doing well, Greg. Thank you for having me. Things are going well. Well, this is the first opportunity that we've had to chat with you in 2023. So I want to spend a moment as we get started here to talk to you about what you're seeing in the industry so far during 2023 and how things are going for you and the team at ES. Probably like everybody right now, you're seeing a lot of turmoil. Some things are extremely soft, where other things are promising and fairly solid. I think some of what we're currently experiencing is what most people saw coming during 2020, 2021, 22. You had record years of motor carriers being generated. I think 20, 30,000 motor carriers each year entered the market. We knew there had to be a reckoning or a level set somewhere. And we've been going through that and we continue to go through that is what it appears. As we continue to see people close a motor carrier, then show up somewhere else just as an owner operator, or maybe just completely get rid of their assets and show up somewhere as a driver. There's a lot of transition going on right now. And so what we're really focused on for the first half of the year is just making sure that we're positioned with our community, with our vendors, and with our clients, our customers, to service them in whatever that transition they're in and helping them make sure that they land somewhere safe. Or if they're maintaining, if they have a business model that was pre-pandemic and it has survived and they continue to move forward, that we're positioned to help them to do that as well. So right now, it's literally just riding the bull we drew, Greg. I think we're doing a good job of it. Things are positive. It's still a good year. I've seen a lot worse when there's a market correction in trucking, but we've been well positioned. We're here not by accident. So we continue to see a lot of opportunity come even during this transition. Well, you've always been very consistent every time that we've talked about noting that trucking is cyclical. This is a great example of this. And I remember a couple years back when we were getting out of post-pandemic and everything was going crazy and we were in a terrific freight environment. You always shared with folks that this industry is cyclical. There are good times and there are corrections. It's very important to stay on an even keel throughout all these times, I would think. 
but it is. We saw people really chase trucks and trying to get into the industry over the last two years. So truck prices went through the roof. And then we also saw with the bank regulations coming in and inflation, interest rates going up. So we chose to respond very conservatively on that market where others were maybe trying to take advantage of it. There's nothing wrong with that, but maybe they were trying to grab all the profits they could on that market. We chose to say we're an operating company. We're here to operate, create safe, stable capacity, not to go after short-term gains and then not be in the capacity side of things after the turn. So we chose to not participate in that market, but on this market where others are pulling their horns in because they're saying there's too much capacity, the truck prices are falling now on used equipment and all these different issues, again, we tend to bulk the trend on that. We think that there's a good opportunity for stable capacity and profitable businesses. So we are actually more aggressive on this market than we were the previous year. So you recognize the cycles and you're looking for the opportunity to create safe, stable, profitable capacity, which is under the umbrella of a small business. As I've shared in the past, and we recognize this and banks are learning this firsthand right now, when the high tide lifts all ships, it's hard to tell who is a good operator. We actually get more conservative. But in a cycle like now where the cream rises to the top, it's easier to see who you want to partner with. So we tend to move a little opposite of most people within transportation. Sometimes that's good, sometimes bad, but it is certainly cyclical. And people do have to recognize while you do have to take advantage of revenue when it's at the table, you also have to make sure you're properly getting expenses in line and not losing sight of your business, just trying to pick up some short-term gains on a certain specific freight cycle. Nor do you shut your doors and run away when things get a little rough. You stick it out and you wait for things to turn and you just position yourself to take advantage of both sides. So that's really what we're doing right now, Greg. We're helping people comprehend what side of that conversation they're on and then helping them move forward with whatever decision they make. You spent some time noting a lot of great things, a lot of depth that ES does in looking at the market and working with small businesses. And you've talked about ES being that small business generator, helping folks realize that dream. And when I think about this market and I think about any market and I think about what ES does, you guys are so focused on the community and supporting the members of the community. And so when they come in, whether it's good times, up and down times, bad times, whatever it is, there's a discipline and there's a support to it. And when you talk about your program, you guys are working with folks in your path to ownership program, for instance, but looking at a PS and letting them decide, can I take that next step to ownership? Can you talk a little bit about the community and the approach, especially in these times when it's a little tighter? Sure. The approach is really the same. The conversation is a little different, maybe. But we are looking for individuals who can generate positive cash out of a small business. We do help them with cash P&Ls and understanding how they're generating their revenue and maybe where they're losing their profits on the expense side. Once they get their minds wrapped around that and then measure the workload that it takes to correct any issues and we see them respond, then obviously we invest in those people and help them get a truck or multiple trucks. We support them with the back office and fuel platforms and shop and tire and insurance platforms, things to help drive their profits through their business. 
But the positive on a cycle like this, Gray, is we always see good performers, good service providers find a way. Most of the time, if the market has seen a 20% reduction, we find that our best producers do not see a 20% reduction. They may see a 5%, a 10%, but they find a way to position themselves with their client base that they're hauling for to stay in front of them and to continue to provide that service. And that stability is valued by the end user. It just works. Again, it's like in any business. These individuals are very savvy. And again, we look at them and watch them to make sure what the personality is, what their grid is, what kind of work ethic do they have. But when all that comes together, even in these down cycles, we find they're normally not hit as hard as the general market. Because in the general market, you have the good, the bad, and the ugly, and it's an average. But when you're talking about supporting the best people you can find and helping them get started in a business, they make it work. The averages don't lay over the top of They outproduce the market most of the time. So in a down cycle like we're currently seeing right now, where freight's a little soft, by the way, we're not seeing it terrible. It's a little soft. Maybe rates have come down at a couple of shippers. We're seeing these individuals continue to hustle, continue to position themselves to provide that service. And the motor carriers absolutely value it and are supporting them with freight. To us, the tight times actually are proving ground for us. While you don't want them to happen, everybody would like it to be peak season freight all the time. We're actually a lot more comfortable and we can see what's going on a lot better in these cycles. And we make better decisions ourselves with who we want to partner with during these cycles. So we don't pull back. We actually speed up. We get more aggressive. Because if you can come into an emotionally stressful time period with all the transition and figure out how to make it work, those are the people we want to work with. These transitions reveal who those people are. You just hit on it so well. The folks that can operate in these tighter times, and that's another benefit of being part of the ES community, having the scope of support and services. If you can make it in these tighter times and you can learn things about yourself in the tighter times, when it loosens up and the market gets a little bit better, you're really going to roll. Oh, absolutely. Anybody who has ever been in athletics or sports knows that if you train going uphill and then you hit a ball field that's flat, you feel like you have rockets on your feet. So no doubt if a business can come into a cycle like now or one who's already existing can tighten their belt up and position themselves to get through some lean times. When all of a sudden the rate bounces or the rates bounce, it starts dropping through to the bottom line very quickly. We do find most businesses, whether they're big or small, when things are easy, people breathe, they loosen their belt, they spend a little money they wouldn't on lots of things, and that little bit of money becomes a lot of money. And there always has to be some tightening or some reassessment of how they spend their money. And that's no different. We're seeing layoffs nationwide from major corporations. Well, a small business may not have layoffs, but they will pull in maybe where they're spending their money on how much they're eating out or what they're eating. Or it might be that, hey, I didn't need that new car right now in this cycle. So they have to make some personal decisions since their personal life and their business life is so tied together, but it does work and it's very stable and it's still extremely profitable. You just have to run smart. Well, Jason, as you know, we're getting ready for the Exodite Expo coming up July 21st and July 22nd. And I know that the Expedite Expo has become a tradition for ES over the years. Can you talk about the history that ES has with the Expo, what you like about it, and what keeps bringing you back to the Expo? We started, obviously, in expediting. And the first year we went, my father, Paul, and I, and my mother, my wife, went. 
I get tickled looking back at it. We had a 10 by 10 booth. I think we had a tablecloth and some business cards. So the first show we were running back and forth to Kinko's trying to get things, little <laughs> marketing pieces created while at the show. We had no idea what we were getting into. So we've come a long ways. Obviously, we have a great marketing effort now, a strong branding effort going on. We have more to offer. So our history there, we've grown inside of expediting. We've now moved into full truckload and LTL spaces. But expediting, we're not leaving expediting. There's still a phenomenal opportunity in expediting, whether it be in a straight truck or a tractor, to start a business. So, yes, we are committed to the industry. As far as the show itself, the show's needed. Expediting is such a small industry. Most people still don't know what it is. It still gets lost when it shows up at Matt's or any of the other shows where it just gets drowned out by the size of the transportation industry as a whole. So we feel like the show is extremely needed. It needs support, the vendors and the participants in the industry. So we try to show up ourselves. We try to encourage our vendors to show up or our motor carriers we support to show up simply to showcase the opportunity. Because while it is transportation, it is completely different than the other sectors. And it needs to be presented in such a way that people can value it and make a decision. Does it or does it not work for them? It has a different life cycle to it. It has its own pluses and minuses. The individuals have a different quality of life. The equipment can be drastically different. So all of that has to be looked at separately. And it's not a short conversation to explain what expediting is or why it stands out. But it's certainly a viable option for a lot of people. So we love the fact that the shows continue to survive coming out of COVID, that new ownership group there is trying to pump some energy into it and get it more exposure and bring more people into the industry. Yeah, the industry needs a real effort. While everybody competes when they go back to their own businesses as an industry, the industry needs to show up and showcase itself so that we can let people know what it has to offer and why it's a good option. And individuals do need to at least stop and look at it before they make long-term career decisions because it works for a lot of people. In fact, it's the best option for a lot of people. Not for everybody, but for a lot of people. That's part one of our interview with Jason Williams, the co-founder and CEO of Expediter Services. And we'd like to take this opportunity to thank Jason for his time and perspective. We'll hear part two of our conversation with Jason during the next edition of the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. So be sure to check back in this space for more from Jason Williams. Now, folks, at the opening of the podcast, we told you about the Expedite Expo and the Insight Dinner at the Expo coming up in July. The Expedite Expo will be held on July 21st and July 22nd in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Insight Dinner at the Expo will take place on Friday, July 21st. Now, if you're interested in joining ES at the Expedite Expo and being a part of the Insight Dinner at the Expo, we'd like to invite you to visit the front page of the company's website, essuccessintrucking.com. From the front page of essuccessintrucking.com, you'll be able to access the Events tab. And once you're on the events page for the Inside Dinner at the Expo, you'll see the information on how you can register for the dinner. ES also has a link in this section of the website to register for the Expedite Expo. And as always, you can register for the Expedite Expo by visiting the following website, expediteexpo.com. That's expediteexpo.com. While both the Expedite Expo and the Insight Dinner are free events, the Expo and the Insight Dinner do require a registration. Now, if you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeart, 
or Google Podcasts, we'd like to invite you to subscribe to the Success in Trucking Podcast. Once you become a subscriber, you'll be notified whenever we post a new episode. And finally, folks, thanks for spending part of your day with us here on the Success in Trucking Podcast, powered by ES.